I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to The Lost Boys Pod, episode two. With you every step of the way, me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepherd. So Jack has now seen two episodes of Lost, Pilots Part 1 and Pilot Part 2. Yeah. Feeling good? It's a, it's a good pilot. It's a re- I mean, the whole thing, you know, last time we were saying that it felt very cinematic and all together as one big long pilot. I mean, it feels like a mini movie. Mm. It feels like the first part of a, you know, like a Marvel franchise or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not Marvel, but something along those lines. Yeah. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. I'm still enjoying it. I'm still. I'm glad a few a few more questions have been answered, like mm-hmm. the polar bear and stuff, which we'll get into. So, um, but I'm still intrigued. What do you mean by that? What, what, what's your view, what's your overriding views on that? What the polar bear? Yeah, this is the polar bear episode, everyone. This is the one. This is the bloody episode where that gate provided every person who ever criticised last with a oh, but there's a polar bear on the island. This is that episode. You have seen that episode. Well, I don't know where the polar bear comes from. Like it could be. It could, they could be on the North Pole for all we know. That can't be a polar bear. It's, it's a, a polar, polar bear. bear. Wait a minute. Polar bears don't usually live in the jungle. Spot on. <laughs> maybe they're in just a weird place. Maybe it's, maybe it's just a weird version of purgatory. Oh. What up? Here we go. Um, He's off. <laughs> I'm not going off on that one. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm not sure how much I'd buy into it. I like, I actually prefer the idea of it just being straight up. Yeah, island of crash people where they're freaking out. They don't know what to do. Which is ex- 100% how you should be watching this show. Yeah. You know, take, like take any surprise that comes, obviously, as it comes. But that's, right now, that's how you should be watching the show. It's the right way to be doing it. It's a really well-written and directed episode, a pilot um, episode, isn't it? Yeah. I think it, it's tight. Mm. And it's, I still, it still amazes me when shows like this write for four parts. Yeah. The, you know, when, when you've got like the boom advert break. It's crazy how every episode can fit, or at least, you know, these ones have so far fit into nice four parts where there'll be an advert break and it's still a bit tense. Yeah. Um, I mean, G- Michael G. King, you know, who, who we saw, didn't we, recently? In, yeah, um, we saw him in the Royal Albert Hall. Um, he, his music is so, it, it, it's so dramatic, and, and it's kind of like, it's not really as dramatic going forward. It's like the stakes... They, they want the audience to be on tenterhooks and the stakes well, there, to be raised a little bit. There was the bit when they're climbing up the cliff. Yeah, which... And the music starts and you kind of... There's nothing else but the music and you're yeah. just watching them go up. And it really... It felt like... It felt like The Hobbit. Like, we're going on an adventure. Yeah, that he, he does come... Like, he... There is some music that recurs throughout and that is the all oh, adventure through the jungle music. <laughs> which is great. Oh, we know the lads are on tour now. Um... <laughs> But no, there, there are, there's some music that will um, absolutely slay you going forward. Like, nobody does emotion like Jake, you know. But yeah, in this episode, it's very like, like, like those drums, man. He's like hitting those drums at the end of every advert break. It's great. Um, so we should start, really. The episode kind of kicks off immediately with, a, um, with Jack, Kate and Charlie heading back after their, uh, this, uh, the, the pilot crap. And the pilot went yeah. on about the plane being off course and they got the transceiver and the monster tore him apart. And then 
Kate says to Charlie, what were you doing in the toilet in the cockpit? Because it's a strange moment where they're like, where's Charlie? And he's in the toilet and then he has to flashback and then you see the plane crash through Charlie's point of view um, and he, This is the druggy hobbit. This is the druggy hobbit. This is Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. Who plays, uh, who was my favourite character in season one. Really? Man, he was. I, I he seems like it, a dick. Do you think? Yeah, I think he seems like a complete arsehole, man. He seems, he's a bit of a, he's a bit creepy. Really? Maybe Explain, it, please. Maybe it's just the climate we're living in at the moment. <laughs> he seems like he's creeping on Kate. And I feel right. sorry for her. I feel sorry for having a man creeping on her. Especially someone who's doing, like, heroin or something. Yeah, it's heroin that he's doing. Um, which is, which not is naughty. Well. I mean, it's not, not, not the best life choice. No, especially when you're, you know, on an aeroplane. Yeah. And you have to go to that extreme length. He just seems like a knob. Not a knob, but I don't like him. I don't. I'm getting weird vibes. You get weird vibes. vibes Charlie. There, there are a couple of people I'm getting vibes from. Yeah. So there's Druggy Jesus. No, no, <laughs> Druggy Hobbit, and then there's Scar Jesus, who's the dude who was playing is Black Gammon or Black. Ba- he's playing Black Gammon. Black Gammon Jesus. For, for the fans out there who you mean, you obviously know this is Locke that you are talking about. Okay, Locke. Black Gavin Jesus with the scar. I mean, he's got the he's got Scar's scar from Lion King, <laughs> which immediately to me is this is a bad guy. This this is where shit's gonna go down with this fella. Yeah, and I'm scared of him already. Yeah, I mean he's quite. I mean he's a skinhead, and I'm slightly intimidated. He loves to rain as well. He just sits in that rain when that when that rain when the clouds open, when yeah. the heavens open and the rain comes down. He loves it. He doesn't move. He's getting proper apocalypse uh, apocalypse now vibes yeah. like Brando and that. Because it's that creepy old dude with no hair who's... Mm. And then you find out he's really into Jesus. Or it seems like he's really into Jesus. Well, yeah, we, we're getting, we'll, we'll go back to this scene. But yeah, this is, a really, this is a really good scene. And one that... Oh, this is the secret thing. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's, 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 let's go. We're going to come back to that. Um, it's... Talk, I, I, I'm interested in your views on Charlie, to be honest. And I was like... Okay. I, I am, because it, it's like... When I watched it, I was like, I like this guy. And he... He kind of. So I you kind like of, him immediately. Mate, I like modelled my my image on him. I like I bought oh vans. Oh my god! I bought vans because he stashed his drugs in in his vans. What the hell? Uh, but yeah, I bought vans uh, because Charlie wore vans. But what I like about this scene is that you know the scene, uh, you know the Jack's flashback in the previous episode, and he stands up and Charlie budge, budges past. Uh, yeah, and you say from different perspective. You say, yeah, which is which is so lost that like that is going to happen so much. So keep your eyes open because there's stuff that you won't even notice that I'll be like because I've seen it eight times. Do you notice <laughs> in the background? So, like, all I'm saying is keep your eyes peeled. He oh, yeah. even he even walks past. I think Boone and Shannon, the um, the you know Boone the green Sh- couple. Uh, no, Boone and Shannon are the brother and sister. Who, brother and sister. Shannon's the one who has the manicure. Who are the green couple? G- uh, Sun and Jin. Sun and Jin. Yeah. So okay. Shannon gives herself a pedicure, and Boone's her brother. They go on the hike together. Okay. Um, oh, what the? She's not the preggers one. They're no. the. They're like the. He looks of. Certain surfer yeah. age dude, like the bratty rich who, kids. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, he looks like he belongs on a beach, <laughs> and in that kind of having photos taken of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think you're initially meant to think they're together, but then in this episode, yeah, it's confirmed that, that they're brother and sister. And uh, she goes on the hike with uh, with them all, and Boone's like, "You're not going, you're not going." And then they go along, and what happens? There's on a the lot hike? of controlling men in this show. Yeah. So I think weird. it's because here's where we kind of meet uh, Sawyer, the guy who ends up gunning down the polar bear, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what do you think of him? I mean, he seemed, he initially seemed like the bad guy. Mm. 
I mean, he's just sat there reading his reading well, he, a letter I mean, there's over the bit where he's, where he's racist, and so you immediately think this guy's an asshole. Mm. I'm a complex guy, sweetheart. Obviously, you think he's a dick. I still think he's a dick. I don't know, but I think the way that you're looking at me oh, no, is trying to it. tell me that no, no, there's no, no, a no. twist or something. No, no, no. I think I think it's just uh, it's an interesting way to introduce character. He's just sat there. Looking anguished, reading a letter over and over, and then he decides to go on this hike with them, and then he. I didn't notice the letter thing. Did you not? No. Yeah, yeah he's, he's sat there. No, I'm thinking about it. No, don't think about it. <laughs> think about it. That's what he's doing. I'm literally just being honest. He's reading a letter. Okay. That's what he's doing. Uh, he he ends up gunning down the polar bear with a gun he acquired from a U.S. marshal who was on the plane, who was escorting a prisoner, who we don't know at this stage. The episode. Well, you do. You find out at the end. Well, you do, but at this stage, okay. episode, you don't. <laughs> Jack, he's loving it, he's loving it, he is loving it. Polar bear, so you don't know where it's come from and you think it it could be in the irons anywhere. Just what do you think about it? Are you you thrown by it? Are you a bit like, what what was I doing there? I mean, I I guess a bit. I think because I know the show's weird Mm. and I know it's going to throw these curveballs, I was a bit less, this is weird. I was more, oh, this is a thing. This is what they're throwing at you. I still don't. I still don't think that's the monster. Mm-hmm. There's something bigger out there. Yeah. I don't know if it's a T-Rex or what, or a mammoth. Mm. I mean, we could go. I mean, if it's a polar bear, yeah, like a mammoth makes sense, or maybe a cheetah or something. It could be anything. <laughs> this is great. I think it feels like maybe it's like Madagascar, and there's just a load of animals have kind of shipwrecked on this <laughs> island <laughs> alongside them. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that. <laughs> I'd love for that have been the inspiration for Madagascar. <laughs> and then, like, the polar bear comes out and is voiced by Ben Stiller or something. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is, uh, earlier on in the episode, a few, scenes before, a few scenes before, which you probably did notice, but I did notice this the first time I watched it. Um, Michael and Walt. So now, Walt is the kid whose dog is missing. Yeah. And his dad is Michael, the guy who's, who's really struggling, who we later find out Walt's mum died a few weeks before the crash. He's looking for a, a, a comic book. Do you remember that? X-Men. Uh, it's not X-Men. It, it's, it, it's Green Lantern? Is that X-Men? You tell me. No, it's DC. Okay, so it's Green Lantern. It's okay. Green. But the first page of the comic book is a picture of polar bear. Oh, really? It is. I did not clock that. No. It's like, it's a polar bear, page turns. Foreshadowing. Yeah, man. It's Just like, like nice little nod. It's like they wrote the whole episode before shooting it. It's almost like that. <laughs> So it was like that. Uh, then you got the scene where Walt uh, speaks to Locke and he's playing backgammon and he talks about maybe rather um, obviously about one side being light, one side being dark. And he says to him, Walt, do you want to know a secret? See, that's very Star Wars immediately, isn't it? The light and the dark. Yeah. I mean, and JJ did Star Wars, as you pointed out last time. Um, I don't know. That seems that seems like something big. I've got... I still get vibes of this guy, yeah. as I said. I think he's I think he's a main player. I think he's going to stick around for a while. Yeah. Either he's going to stick around for a while or he's going to be like the big death at the end of season one or something. And I don't know if there is a death in season one. I'm just guessing because uh-huh. that's how TV works. That's how TV works. Um, people got to go. People do have to go. And seeing as there are 48 of them. Also, okay, so the pilot who died in the last one, just to go back. Yeah. So they mentioned 48. Mm-hmm. Was he part of that 48? I think he... Um, I what? don't think he is. Because they count the 48. Because they say to him, there's 48 of us. Okay. It just depends. I'm not sure if he if he actually does count um, in, that, in Jack's, in Jack's Numbers. telling. Okay. Yeah. 
Does he keep tally the whole time? Um, well, yeah, that they now know. So if, if anyone's if anyone dies, they then know how to count that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if anyone else around, you pick hello. <laughs> I've been in the jungle on my own. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to know that that's the number. Yeah. And that's what okay. they're working with. But there's only like, you know, 12 ish main characters or whatever. All right. Uh, but there are obviously supporting players that come back and forth and stuff. Uh, okay. Recur. Um, yeah, so the big the big moment of the episode, um, big kind of first rug pull, I guess, is rev- uh, learning that Kate is actually was a prisoner that the US Marshal was escorting. Mm. Um, lots of clues pointing throughout the episode that uh, and the previous episode that this was her when yeah you, you first meet, that out she's rubbing her wrist when you first meet her and when Michael hands the handcuffs to uh, Jack the camera cuts to Kate especially looking down at them like oh shit they found my handcuffs she's very keen about what's going on with the marshal that how he is yeah see now you're saying this I can I can see it all yeah I can remember but I didn't I didn't catch any of it I great writing thought, huh well I think because they do set up this guy as like the racist dickhead you immediately go he's the bad guy he must have been the prisoner yeah. he seems like the type you know they put him into this stereotype and then they flip it when Kate becomes that and you are shocked she seems like the nice innocent girl but then looking back like she is nervous about a lot of stuff yeah and she's obviously worried about getting found out and obviously at the end of the episode when the shrapnel comes out of the guy yeah and he's just like whoa and you know you're just like oh my god he's the marshal he's gonna know he's gonna tell everyone yeah he's like where is she where, where is she? Yeah. Um, and Jack's like, who? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't see how it can affect it that much. Because mm. they're all stuck on the island anyway. Yeah. Like, they can't just... I don't know. Can they bring up lot of people's past lives and have a go at them for that? I don't know. Maybe that'll this be a it. thing. This is, this is, this is what you're going to be finding out very, very soon. Very, very soon. So, yeah, as of now, no one knows that. Um, but the marshal, who is still alive, it's looking pretty shitty for him, but he's still alive. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's going to clock it soon, surely. Well, he needs... He needs... He needs, he needs They've got a doctor. Got a doctor, but they don't have the supplies. They've got the Shea Shep's. <laughs> so the, end, the ending of the episode is obviously a big, big old, um, you know, kind of cliffhanger. They get a bar on the conceiver, but playing over... Oh, yeah. um, is a distress signal the French thing uh, which is a French lady which Chang translates as they're all dead it killed them all um, which Saeed with his amazing mathematics skills works out that he's been playing on a loop for 16 years right. that's crazy when no one does maths that fast he, that's nuts he does maths pretty quick yeah but man like maybe he, maybe they do I'll tell you what, I did like him and Hurley's bromance I'm feeling that I yeah. ship them too for sure that's a good scene as well because as a scene that uh, people forget scenes like that where that's like two people who would never have met had they not crashed on this island and mm. they talk about like serving in in the war and yeah, then well, Hurley's like oh you served in, you know like in the American for us no. yeah <laughs> so no I fought for the other side power and you know they yeah it's a good scene that I like and, that about the show that it is all these di- disparate people mm. from all you know it's very diverse and it's cool to see those people interacting with each other and doing their thing because you don't think I wasn't thinking oh my god this is a show trying to be diverse mm. but it is and it's so different especially compared to lots of shows on now yeah you know you know last time we were talking about Game of Thrones a lot but that literally is just all English white people and so coming into a show like this whereas people of all different walks of life all thrown together 
Like it's interesting, and I want to know. I want to see more scenes like that. Like I'm excited to see who ends up with who. Yeah. Because I don't think, you know, they're really setting up like Kate and Jack to be a thing, and even though it's kind of the cliche, you put two really good-looking people in a place together, and they end up getting off. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it will. Yeah. I think there will be other stuff going on. Maybe they'll end up together. Maybe they. I have no idea. This is a, this is why we're doing the podcast, people. <laughs> he has no idea. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, I still go back to Charlie. Still yeah. don't like him. I love the episode ends on literally two. The each episode ends on uh, Charlie's kind of asking a question that the viewer that or that they're hoping the viewer is. What does he ask at the end of this one? The end of this one, he goes, guys. Where are we? That's so bait. It's very <laughs> bait, but I like it. I was asking the question, he was just saying what I was thinking. In the first one, he goes, guys, how does something like that happen? Pointing at the, the, the pilot's torn apart body. But yeah, in this one, it's all very dramatic. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think... There going, is quite a lot of melodrama in this. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, it did actually hit me this time around that, that these two episodes are, are very dramatic. Perhaps more dramatic than most episodes going forward. I think it had a it has a tough job in its hands, kind of putting forward the mysteries. You know, the initial mysteries. Yeah. You've got so you've got what they're on a mysterious island. They don't know where they are. There's a monster there. There's a polar bear. There's a friend. Uh, someone was on this island 16 years ago in 1988. A French lady. Why? What the hell? And yeah. they say like, if she was rescued, why is it why is it still playing? Um, I mean, I don't think she was rescued for now, though. Okay. I don't think she was. It seems. I mean, they kind of set out for her not to be and I mean I don't know if they get off the island eventually it would seem weird if the show took them off the island mm-hmm. I don't know how that would play out or how that would work it's called Lost after all yeah, yeah. Like maybe they just maybe they accept that they're on the island and mm-hmm. they need to stay which seems a bit cliche I don't know I don't know well all I'm going to say to you to end this episode is this whatever you think is going to happen think again okay same for this podcast. You never know what's going to happen. Never know. <laughs> never know. I mean, it, yeah, it does a really successful job in asking all these questions. Because, I mean, we're trying to write a first TV show. We are, currently, I'm yeah. trying to write an episode, and it is really hard to kind of get everyone across. Mm. And we, you know, we were going, we had that day where we watched all the first episodes of lots of shows. And it's, it is difficult. I mean, Lost has the benefit of having this massive budget and also the pilot coming in two parts. Yeah. And having, like, a movie director. They were working to insane deadlines, though. I'm, I am I, I am actually amazed that season one was as tight as it was. I mean, it went on to win Best Drama at the Emmys, which, you know... Yeah, yeah TV shows... Before Thrones and stuff. Like, TV shows like this didn't. It was like The Sopranos or, um, you know, The West Wing. Shows like that, Mad Men, Lost... I mean, it what do you really mean by those? That. What's the difference like, between those shows? Lost is Lost is more of a network TV show. Okay, you know, it's on ABC. The others were, I mean, you know, HBO or AMC. Yeah. Um, this was a network show, and I mean, episode count doesn't is neither here nor there. The West Wing has a lot of episodes, but um, yeah, a very mystery driven show. I like that. I like with it a lot. sci-fi elements, you could say. You know? I mean, those haven't really come across just yet. I mean, there is the whole question of how they got there, which I'm excited to go into. Yeah. And I like the different flashbacks with each character from the perspective, from different perspectives, because it feels like it's playing around with a formula. Yeah. And I like when shows do that. Mm-hmm. You know, my favourite TV shows like this year have been 
like The Leftovers, something like Rick and Morty, where they just throw out these bonk. I love that show because they can just do anything. Yeah. Bojack as well. Maybe that's just like cartoons can they can do anything because they can literally just draw anything. It doesn't matter budget wise. Yeah. With something when they need to go a bit wacky, like the leftovers you've got that Assassins episode, which is crazy. Assassin's so Assassin's good. Is one of, yeah, the greatest TV uh, show. I feel episodes. like I'm gonna talk about that show a lot in comparison to this. Well you definitely should. I mean it, it, I don't think Damon could have done the leftovers without Lost. Um I really don't. But yeah, I, I who, what character are you going into next episode if what episode what Who character are you for? just excited to see more on screen um I do like Kate mm. I think she's especially with this twist of her being the prisoner and stuff it's quite she's really good she's she's I mean I like Evangeline Lilly as well good actress yeah she's amazing she's really good in the show I like so I like her I do I'm interested in the Korean couple I feel like I mean, as we were saying, it's all these controlling men in this show. And I mean, he's like the pinnacle of that. This guy is, almost looks like a wife beater or something, which is... Yeah, he like slaps the hand away like and how, tells the butter up her... I like how we have top. awful characters and good characters. Because I, you need that. You need that conflict. Mm. And I'm interested to see where the conflict leads. Like, I want her to get out of it. And I want the other people on the island. You always already see hints of people kind of trying to turn him around like the preggers girl who tries to like talk him in and eats that weird food thing and then her baby moves around he's like oh my god <laughs> yeah does that baby play a part in this because i am um, i don't know how to feel about this baby. so you're talking about claire getting, aren't you and um i don't really know names i mean she's 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 pregnant man yeah i know that that baby's coming i know maybe i mean is she gonna be i don't know i mean this is for you to find out I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's probably gonna be my most used phrase while we're doing this. Is I don't know. I need a code word of just like, like, like oh look over there, just to then, like, <laughs> change the subject. The one. The, the last question I'll ask you is: Do you have any idea on how they, um, on how Lost tells each character's story? Do you know like the format of this show? Not really. Okay. It seems at the moment. And maybe it's not that each episode will kind of go back into someone else's past. Because mm. that's what... I mean, I'm watching The Good Place at the moment. And that's what that does in the first season. Yeah. Goes into each episode as someone else's. Or it's developing some... It focuses on one character and goes into their past. Yeah. This one, it had Charlie and Kate, yeah. to be fair. You have their, their, their views of But then the this is like hour-long episodes compared to The Good Place is 20. So, yeah. I mean, you can go into two. So I feel like every episode, maybe it's going to concentrate on a different character, give someone else a spotlight. Because if there are 48 people, I feel like we've met very few of them. Yeah. You've seen all of them by now, but yeah, we haven't really. Have we seen all of them? You have. Yeah. That's crazy. I think the first I think the first episode is the um, one of the only episodes that features all characters, maybe. Um, yeah. I'm excited to meet more people on the island. Like... Because I can't imagine they're all in that one place. Right. I mean, Jack wasn't in that one place to begin with. He was a bit further out. Yeah. So maybe other characters are. And the pilot, he was still alive in that place. Do you think there's others to come? I mean, I think so. It would be interesting if... I know there won't be a whole other group of people on the island, but it would be interesting if if this group made, like, a society. Yeah. 
and tried to live on the island. I mean, at the moment, they're still hoping that there's other stuff to come and save them. But if they do, I mean, they're going to have to find a way to find, live and have food and Unless a plane comes and drops it all off, but I mean, <laughs> hence the nature of a twenty-five episode season. I doubt that happens yeah, soon. Right. Um, so it'd be interesting if they formed something and then people had to come and join them, and they had to suddenly be like, "Actually, we need to ration more." It's mm. gonna be interesting seeing them survive. Mm. That's a big part of the season. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you're excited for that. I'm intrigued. I mean, I mean, I'm still intrigued by Scarface. I think he's he's the character who has me questioning most. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, less so the racist gunman. I don't really like. I didn't like him. I haven't mm-hmm. connected with him at all. I think he's just. He's. It seems quite one-dimensional at the moment that he's a dick. Um, Charlie as well. I still. I'm still not vibing. You're not feeling uh, Monaghan, as I've are said you? Multiple times already. Well, that's coming from a massive Lord of the Rings fan. I am a big Lord of the Rings fan. So you'd be rooting for him. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> so season <laughs> season six episode five name. Oh, season six, episode five is called Lighthouse. Lighthouse. I think. Okay. By the way, Jacob got it right last week. It was what was it? The variable. The variable. Yeah. There, nailed you it. You got me completely nailed off guard it. there as well, mate. Oh my I god. I know. I'm gonna do it. It might. Maybe next time it won't be towards the end. Maybe next time it'll be halfway through and it'll be a like, bam. And I promise I'm not looking this up. I mean, I should say that I am just to kind of maybe I think save the way some you bloody. Got that so quickly. Yeah. That was. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean. I can't imagine any show where I'm ever going to be like that. Maybe this one, just because we're talking about every episode. Yeah. But I can't... You haven't done another podcast with this. No, unless I, you have. I have, and I promise <laughs> you. No, you're, you're, you're the first podcast I'm doing this with. Uh, first person I'm doing this podcast with. And yeah, I'm a loser. Anyway, I think that, that wrap, that's, that's a wrap for Pilot Part 2. And I'm just so excited to delve into the actual season now. Pilot episode aside. Let's get this going. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. Um... So yeah, as ever, if anyone knows of anyone who wants to watch along with us, please spread the word. It'd be good to have them on board. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Lost Boys Pod. We can follow us separately. I am at Jacob underscore Stoll. And I'm at Jack J. Shepherd. See you for the next episode. Guys. Where are we? <laughs>